Meeting will come to order now and we'll begin with the Pledge of Allegiance. Please join me. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay, we can have roll call. Thank you. Um, uh, Vice Chair Skorponich, uh, for the record, is is uh, not here. Um, committee Member Fox? Here. Committee Member Imboden? Here. Committee Member Farfan? Here. Committee Member Gross? Here. Committee Member Ledesma? Here. Chair McDermott? Here. Let the record show there is a quorum present. Thank you. Uh, now we have an opportunity for public comment. Uh, if anyone wants to address the committee on matters that are not listed on the agenda or on the consent calendar, they, there's an opportunity to speak now. Is there anybody here for that? Or if there's something on that's on the agenda, you can speak now or you can speak later. Okay. All right. I live at 1115 Carlton um, in opposition to the Intercorp project. And just want to let you know that all of our neighbors know that this guy continued tonight. We do not want you. I've been designated to come in <laughs> and just say that this is not, uh, the, that more people aren't here tonight has nothing to do with our opposition. We will be back on the 21st to the 22nd uh, and because we continue to oppose this project. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. Okay, we can move on to the consent calendar. Uh, and everything on the consent calendar can be moved in one motion or any item can be pulled for further discussion. We have one item already pulled, don't we? We have one item that staff has uh, asked us to remove, which is um, the uh, Cambridge Street uh, item 3.2, which is uh, 367 North Cambridge Street. There is a, uh, also the uh, meeting minutes are on the consent calendar as well as uh, 814 East Ferndale Avenue. Yeah, and Chair, I would like to ask that 3.3 be pulled. I have a number of questions on that project and shared with staff that uh, okay. we be discussing that project. Okay, so 3.2 and 3.3 are going to be discussed. Uh, and the meeting minutes can be can be moved separately if anybody has a motion. I'll, I'll move for approval. Okay. Second. Okay, we have a motion to approve by Mr. Imboden and a second by Mr. Gross. This is to approve the meeting minutes from January 17th. Please vote. <coughs> Okay, the meeting minutes have been approved from the last meeting. Uh, and now we can move on to item 3.2, uh, which is a review of a proposed change in window and door design of a previously approved project at 367 North Cambridge Street, design review number 5033-21. 
And through the chair, if I may, to the committee, uh, staff is requesting a vote on this as to whether the changes are uh, appropriate or, and in line with the original approval or they are not. Um, so that is, that is why we asked for you to pull the item. And a staff, a staff report will be presented by our associate planner, Ani Manatsakanyan. Okay, thank you. Good evening, Chair McDermott and committee members. On August 4, 2021, the Design Review Committee reviewed the proposal at 367 North Cambridge Street to construct a one-and-a-half-story addition to a non-contributing single-family residence, demolish an existing accessory building and carport, and construct a new detached two-car garage and workshop. The DRC recommended planning commission approve with conditions and recommendations. The DRC recommended um, the planning commission approved the project on September 8, 2021. The project was reviewed and approved as a precise plan with a solid multi-panel wood front door with a side light at the west elevation and rectangular divided light windows with external wood munds with the sash of the center window on the second story to be outfitted with obscure glazing. The subject property is located on the east side of North Cambridge Street, mid-block between East Palm Avenue and East Sycamore Avenue. The house is located in an area of predominantly single-family homes on the eastern edge of Old Town Historic District. It is surrounded on all sides by residential properties that are a mix of contributing and non-contributing resources to Old Town. The front door and certain windows that were installed during construction are not consistent with the approved plans. Staff is not able to make a finding of substantial conformance between these elements and the approved plans. Staff does not believe that the styles are consistent with the architectural style of the house, and therefore the applicant is requesting DRC consider approval of the door and windows that were installed in lieu of the approved windows and doors, which are as follows. A wood paneled entry uh, door and side light with an oval shaped beveled glass and a side light with a similar beveled glass design. A leaded glass window over a divided light double hung window at the south elevation towards the rear of the residence. Octagonal beveled glass windows at the second story south elevation. The front door and windows are visible from the public right of way. Staff seeks the DRC's determination whether the modifications align with and are appropriate modifications to the approved plans. The homeowners are present today. Should the committee have any questions? Thank you. Thank you for the staff report. Um, does, the, does the applicant want to say anything? It's not necessary, but you may. Okay, and is there anyone from the public that wants to speak on this item? Okay, I don't see anyone. So uh, I will just um, start off by saying that I did not attend the meeting where this project was reviewed originally in, in 2021. And I know there are also committee members that were not on the committee um, at that point. I, so I went and reviewed the uh, recording, the video, so I could understand more about what happened with this project. And I just uh, want to refresh memories because I have, um, I've written a few things down that were stated in the meeting about, um, I think that are pertinent. So uh, in that meeting from August 4th, 2021, the applicant stated, we have every intention of keeping the exterior as a craftsman style to flawlessly blend into our neighboring houses. Uh, the DRC made um, many comments uh, 
what we're approving is what we're going to see in the end and would like a little more commitment in terms of details of doors and windows and so that we know what is truly proposed, what's going to be built, so that no one is surprised afterwards, and cut sheets or details of windows and exterior doors and windows make sure we're clear and we're approving what's here. If not, come back. Then the uh, applicant's architect stated, intention is to be matching existing windows, honoring the existing home and we can bring spec sheets in. Then when the project went to the Planning Commission, um, they adopted uh, a condition of approval that was recommended by DRC, which was more detailed information regarding the design of the doors, windows, garage doors shall be provided to staff for their satisfaction and approval prior to construction. Uh, so if... Um, so what, what staff is asking for us to do is to approve or deny the changes that were, pre, that were made and are, and are installed. Um, does anyone, anyone on the committee want to make a comment? Please go well, ahead. Well, I really appreciate that um, research that you did. Thank you. I was going to ask staff if they did, in fact, receive more door and window detail information prior to pulling permit. One moment, please. Okay. Uh, due to uh, staff transitions, we don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, were the working drawings that were submitted at, because usually that detailed information comes along with the construction documents, and did the construction documents reflect any of these, the octagons or the changed to the front door window that you could see? From my review of the plans that were approved, what I saw were the um, precise windows and doors that were approved at the design review committee, um, whether in um, prior to me, the previous staff had seen other documentation, I wouldn't know, be aware of that, so. Can we, can we pull the plans up that were submitted? <clears throat> I printed out. You want to pass that down? It's just, it's just design review. That was just design review, not the working drawings that were submitted. That was just design review. Correct. Yeah. Oh, you're pulling them up too. Okay. Good. Yeah. So the elevations. Here we go. So I know where the octagons are, and I know where the front door is. Which is the window on the rear? Um, was it the rear or the side? Oh, thank you. That's the window that has the leaded glass detail in the top. Okay, thank you. And could we go back to the image of the side? Of, oh. Could we go back to the image of the side of the house that you just had, Ani? Sorry to. There you go. Okay. Got it. So it so also looks like the pairs of windows went away, and the box window got changed as well. No, that pairs are on the other facade. I think this facade had just oh, a correct. I take that back. I was looking at the wrong facade. Thank so you. the rectangular windows were removed and the octagons in their place, right? Right. <clears throat> correct. And then the front door obviously has a 
different style door set and side light than what was shown on the plans, which has raised panels, correct? Correct. I could go ahead and comment, I guess, if, are we ready Certainly for that? Certainly go ahead. Okay. Um, it's tough to be put in this position yeah. um, because we had this discussion beforehand. Um, I am not as troubled by the single leaded sash. Um, there are plenty of craftsman homes that do have features similar to that. Um, so in terms of finding compatibility, I don't have a problem there. The rest of these, um, the octagonal windows in this front door, to be quite frank, had this been presented at the time we reviewed this, um, I would have stated then that I think these are inappropriate for this style of home. And if it weren't for the fact that we did go through a lot of conversation about the windows and lacking the details for us to know what's actually going to happen when this house gets built and adding conditions to assure that we wouldn't be doing this tonight, we're still doing this tonight. So um, I personally... I think considering the conditions that were put on this project, um, I don't feel obligated to approve this because it has been installed and I know that's a hardship, but um, the words were spoken and they were put on paper and that's just not what happened here. So I would not be supportive of the door and the octagonal windows. The one leaded sash to me, I, th I think could still be found to be compatible with craftsman architecture. Okay. Can we call that sash window? Is that a kitchen window or is that a I think it an is. office or something? Correct. The, I believe it's the kitchen window. Okay. So we can use that as okay. a term instead mm -hmm. of the, That's yeah, fine. Okay. the kitchen, kitchen window. window you're, yeah. Any other comments? Yes. I, I would agree. I was going to come today in support of what staff had um, determined that I can't make the findings. But in fact, I was also feeling comfortable with the, the kitchen window. Uh, it's so far back on the facade, and it doesn't change. It's still a double hung, and it's and you have we have seen that kind of thing on on craftsman homes. Um, yeah, but the octagons are extremely visible from driving pretty far down the street. In fact, and the and the front door, um, the oval, I just don't find compatible. Okay, so I can't make the findings to approve. I'm also in agreement with the rest of the committee, or. Uh, the two, the two comments previous, just based on the fact that um, the research that you've done, Chair, I mean, honestly, I, I wasn't here, but um, there was quite a bit that was discussed previously, and it sounds like it was pretty detailed as far as the direction, so I, I don't support the changes. Okay. I was not here for that committee meeting. Um, I agree with what my colleagues are saying. Um, as far as the front door goes, um, I agree with the comment that the oval is inappropriate. Um, the side light um, and the framing itself, I don't think, and I would like to understand other committee members, but my opinion is change the front door, leave the frame, rest of the frame in place. Um, pulling out the set, I think, is unnecessary. Um, the two windows on the second floor are not 
acceptable the way they've been presented or finished mm -hmm. for this home. That's my my opinion. Um, <clears throat> I was here that night, and it was very hard for me to recognize this home until I saw the previous Google Earth image. Um, there's other things that aren't uh, per plan, the, the light, the hardscape pad, uh, stoop in the front is not per plan. Um, multiple addresses in the f next to the door and in front of the windows. And then in addition to the stuff that we've talked about, the doors and the side windows. It just seems like um, something happened <laughs> during construction. Mm -hmm. uh, field changes, you know, then refer back to the approved drawings. And now we're, we're here. So it's a, a problem. Okay. Well, I also, I agree uh, that with staff's decision that the styles are not consistent. Um, the leaded glass kitchen window uh, could be an exception, but these, the front door and the octagonal windows are definitely not consistent with the style. I would like to, to comment that um, it's that if the applicant does not want to do, to, to have the uh, doors and windows that were on the approved plan, it's still perfectly acceptable for them to present to us other options that they would prefer and, or to staff f for approval. It, it's, they're not, they're not locked into um, what was approved if they come back with something appropriate. Um, this is not appropriate, um, but I don't, I don't want them to, to feel like they're, you know, being forced into something that they don't want. They just, it's just that this is not appropriate style for the, the house that they've gotten designed and built. Um, so we're being asked to approve or deny the changes that were made. Um, I would like to um, agree with with my colleague, Mr. Gross, that the side light on the front door, to me, would be acceptable. So if the front door itself was rehung with a door that matched the side light more, I would be comfortable with that as some kind of guidance. But um, anyway, I just wanted to see. He seemed to have put that out there, like wondering what his colleagues felt about that. And I, mm -hmm. I agree with that. Well, what sort of direction should we should we give? I, I'm in, inclined to deny these changes and then let let the applicant work with staff to come up with something that is that is acceptable, either what was approved or making modifications to this. I, I, kind of, I want to try to sim be as simple as possible. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that was that was just an aside. I think is some kind of guidance for for staff and the applicant. Mm -hmm. So I would be prepared to make a motion. Please go ahead. That's, um, let me pull this the number up. Chair, I move to um, deny the request for design review number five zero three three dash two one for the. Uh, proposed changes in window and door design from the previously approved project. I'll second. Okay. 
Okay, we have a motion and a second. Uh, please vote. So just to remind oh, yes. people that voting aye supports the denial. Right, we're voting no to problem. deny the changes. Uh, so if you vote aye, you are denying it. Okay, that's unanimous. So the changes that were done are not acceptable, but that doesn't mean that some other change would be acceptable. So um, we encourage you to just work with staff and, and if necessary, you know, can bring something else back to us and we'll get it, we'll get it solved. Okay. Thank you. Um, we can move on to the next item. Chair, I need to recuse myself based on my proximity of my home to the project. Okay, all right. Um, Committee Member Fox is going to recuse and leave. Give her a minute. And then we can move on to item 3.3, which is a request for an addition at the side of an existing historic residence located at 814 East Ferndale Avenue, design review number 5111-23. And this will be uh, for approval uh, by the DRC. Chair, since I requested this be pulled, I suppose I should probably um, make some comments first. Um, and on the heels of the last item, um, I wanted to talk about two particular issues tonight with this project. First, the accuracy of the drawings. Um, and I think that that was a very clear illustration of how important it is that we have an accurate set of drawings and that they're followed. Um, and then there are some kind of larger um, Secretary of the Interior um, matters that I would like to discuss as well. So. Starting out, um, because I have obviously familiarity with these homes, I've noticed a number of um, inaccuracies in the drawings, um, particularly, let's start with existing conditions. Um, and it kind of seems that no matter which facade we choose, there are um, things that are drawn incorrectly, but things that are also not in existence. Um, the first and most obvious is the front facade. There's a beam that spans almost the whole width of this house and is supported by posts, uh, which then creates clear story windows above the garage, which is... Um, the garage opening is filled with a uh, tilt-up door that uses Eichler siding, not the roll-up that's shown. Um, the left side of the elevation, we're on proposed. If we could go back to existing, please. Um, the left side of the north elevation there the sloped eave and what is actually a flat portion of the roof are not contiguous the way that they're shown here. Um, there is no 
On the left side of the house, that's just a cubic volume where the siding just goes all the way up to the drip edge. There is no fascia on that. There also are no beams. The way the beams are drawn on the plan they extend, and, and in the elevation, they extend far beyond the fascia board on the front of the house. Uh, none of these do that. Um, that's just one elevation, and I don't want to spend the time to go through each elevation, but all of the elevations have these kinds of problems. So when I first looked at this, I thought, well, can we just say, okay, no work at this facade? Um, and nothing to change, but it becomes more complicated than that. Um, if we go down to the west elevation, uh, it's showing an existing glazed door with an exposed header. If we look at the photographs, that's not the door that's there. It's the original blind door with no trim, finished with siding, a couple louvers in it, and there is no exposed header. The window, in the middle there, has no exposed header to it. Um, the reason that these become important is when we get into differentiation. How do we differentiate what is new and what is existing? On the east elevation, we're shown a louvered door with a double hung adjacent. Um, to my best Understanding that is not a louvered door. And again, these start to become important because we're talking about salvaging original materials as a condition. The windows that are drawn, if I'm not mistaken, those windows are not what is there. Um, they are a three-part window, the, the broader ones. And they're actually replacement windows. Um, the header heights, um, I'm sorry, the trim around the windows, which is called out to be used in the remainder of the project, is a one by four. And while these are installed, these are nothing like the original Eichler trims, which are very narrow, about an inch and a half wide and only maybe three-eighths thick. So it's, it's, a, it's a much bulkier appearance than what the Eichler original had. And as we go into the proposed design, that seems to be getting carried forward. I'm going to interrupt you yes. for just a moment here because we we have not had a staff report on this. I'm sorry. I'm and sorry. No, it's that's okay. I I it's I forgot to even <laughs> ask for that. So if let's let's put a pin yeah, there yeah. and then we'll have a staff report. And if the applicant wants to to speak about this, then we'll we'll go into more comments at that time. So. Thank you, Chair McDermott and Committee Member Imboden. <clears throat> The project, oh, excuse me, I'm just going to take a sip of water. Sure, me too. The project before you today is a request for an addition at the site of an existing historic residence located at 814 East Ferndale Avenue. The major components of this project include a 164 square foot addition at the east side elevation of the residence towards the rear of the structure. The addition will be clad in Eichler siding and the fascia will be offset by 12 inches. There will be a 1 inch by 4 inch vertical board placed on the south and east elevations as a line of demarcation between the existing residence and the addition. There will be a new sliding window at the east side of the elevation and a new fixed window at the south elevation. The roof of the addition will be flat and will not rise above the existing roof line. The overhang will be reduced to zero to indicate between the existing residence and the addition. 
Removal of exterior bathroom door and windows on the east elevation and replacement with a new fixed window. Interior improvements including remodeling of existing bathrooms and addition of a half bath. The site is developed with a mid-century modern single-family residence identified as a variant one of model LJ-124 in the original track development and constructed in 1964. The Eichler Fair Meadow Historic District is located in the central area of the city. Completed in 1962, the tract features 119 homes designed by Anshin and Allen, Jones and Emmons, and Cloud Oakland, comprised of five models and three unique one-off designs. East Ferndale Avenue predominantly consists of contributing structures of varied models. The applicant is proposing an addition that is smaller than the mass, scale, and volume of the original house. The addition is simple and rectangular in shape and does not rise above the highest part of the original house or alter the roof line. It is set back from the street and is minimized by the existing fencing. The applicant is proposing to match the home, uh, the historic home, if a visual... Uh, Sorry, the applicant is proposing to match the existing roofline and cladding per the orange Eichler design standards using cladding that matches a historic home is appropriate if a visual and or physical break is incorporated. The applicant is proposing to differentiate the addition by offsetting the fascia by 12 inches and a one by four inch line of demarcation. The roof overhang will be reduced to zero to create a, a clear differentiation between the old and the new. Two windows and a door are proposed to be removed as part of this project. The design standards discourage but do not prohibit removal of windows and doors on the second eleva secondary elevations of Eichler homes. Staff has recommended a condition of approval requiring the applicant to salvage the windows and door for future of windows for future reuse on the property or other mid-century um, historic properties. The applicant is also present today should the committee have any questions. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, does the applicant want to present anything about the project at all? Yeah. It's not required, but if you'd like to say something. Sure. I'm Ron Vandermorn. I'm the contractor, but it's also my daughter's house. Uh, so I'm a bit confused why we're being so concerned about existing con elevations, which we're not touching. If you were asking us, her, to bring them back to something other than they are now, then then let's talk about that. But staff has never said we had to do that. So we were focusing on just the addition part. I've been in the building industry for 45 years. And that's where I, you know, I quite, I never spend a lot of time. Uh, granted, this is a historical thing, so it's a little different with existing conditions that we're not touching. So um, by the same token, the kids like the house because it's in Heichler. So if we're going to bring things back, then you know, thinner trims around the windows or something, I don't even think they would be opposed to doing that necessarily if that's what you guys want to do. But I wasn't instructed to deal with that. I was instructed to deal with just that little addition. And uh, all my products I buy straight from uh, a guy up in the Bay, Bay Area. I buy this, the siding and stuff directly from him. Um, unlike normal, I would strive to make it look identical as though it was built with the house is how I built my business. Um, now I'm being forced to kind of like cut back eaves and make delineation points, which I think quite frankly don't look good, but I'm willing to do that, whatever you guys need to do. It's just a small addition off the back corner of the house. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm, give me some, I mean, yeah, I see the guy drew the garage door wrong and 
my architect could fix all that if you, that's what you want to do, but we're not working in that area, so what's the point, really? I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay, well, if you, if you want to discuss any of your intentions with the design or what your... Um, well, you know, what I just want you to know, my intention is to make it look like an Eichler, and I'm not trying to butcher it up, which we know we have several of those in the community already, so we don't want that. We want it to look right. But if you want me just to do the labor of drawing drawings to, for no purpose, just tell me that, you know? Okay, well, we will probably have some more questions for you. We're gonna talk about sure. the design and how it relates to the, the historic requirements. There are historic standards for, for this district, for these, these buildings, and they, we will we'll talk about that, and if you have a response, then we'll, we'll let you let you say something at that sure. at that point. Is thank you. Is there anyone from the public that wants to make a comment on this item? I don't see anyone. Okay, so we can we can go back to uh, questions and comments from the from the committee. Why don't you go yeah. continue, Mr. <clears throat> thank you for interrupting. I forgot all about the staff report. So. Um, so, and for the applicant's benefit, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, if there's if they're merely drafting errors, and we can say no work happening here, that's not a problem. But there are issues that that um, arise from this. Um, <clears throat> if if we could move on to the proposed elevations. So I think where I was was, um, you know, talking about this trim, and now you can see it starts to get carried over to the, to the new. Um, and obviously we should decide whether we feel that that's appropriate or not. But then when we start looking at the windows um, that are drawn there, the header heights are all different. Um, some of those are existing, some are not. Um, but it is introducing a, a different window rhythm and pattern than what we're, um, what, it, what is typical with an Eichler. Where I was mentioning the roof fascia on the flat part and where it is uh, important and how it integrates into this part of the remodel is at the rear of the house, if we zoom in on the south elevation, just the right half of it, where the sloped eave is shown to end there, close to the number one, it does not end there. It ends much further to the right. And the flat canopy that's over the existing sliders isn't drawn correctly either. It does not connect with that. And then if I'm understanding correctly, part of that is going to be cut off for differentiation, but I don't understand why we would cut off part of the original building to differentiate the addition from. Um, so I want some clarification on that. But then go all the way to the outside of the building. It appears that there's some kind of a two by, or a, maybe a four inch or six inch, call it a fascia, but it's flush with the facade, so I'm not sure that it is a fascia, in line with the beam in line with the siding. All one flush move there. The right side of the south elevation, the very most right side. But then if we 
just go to uh, the drawing above where we see that elevation on the east side, we have an exposed header again, but there's no siding on it, and the siding is actually flush with that. So this can't really be built the way that it's shown. There's, there's more planes here than what's being shown. And so these details do matter. Um, if it can't be built the way that it's shown, we'd like to know what that is. Uh, the window that's called out that the bedroom window is going, the addition window is going to match the bedroom window, except the bedroom window doesn't look like this. This horizontal lintel that runs, that's shown running all across the back of the house, that doesn't exist. So this glass actually goes up to the underside of the eave and it's held with wood stops, but that's clearly what's not going to happen with the window in the new closet. So I don't think we understand the detailing. Um, I don't think there's any way to understand the detailing of what's happening here. The um, roof, I guess either from the applicant or for, from staff, I'd like to have an understanding first. I, I think part of this might be explained by what is the framing situation here? Does it exist above the beams? Is it flush with the beams? What's happening? Because the section that's drawn really doesn't tell us that. And in an Eichler, those things are going to be critical because if your glass is going to go up and meet that surface, you have to know where that occurs in order to know what that detail is going to look like. Um, there are other notes in the drawings that I think are, in, are also important. Um, you know, it, it states that the fixed panels are set into aluminum frames, which they're not. They're set in with wood stops. That the beams are all 4x12s, or 6x12s. They're not. They're 4x12s. Um, there's uh, just a number of these kinds of things that are, that we could easily say are errors. But it's, it's very difficult to discern what is going to get built here with this many errors in here. The other issue is um, I'm unclear on the rear slider um, in the family room area right now. Again, it's drawn incorrectly. It shows a slider with a transom and then something above. It's not really clear. That lintel does not exist. The glass goes all the way up. But it's called out as existing in the proposed elevation, yet on the floor plan it says that it's being replaced. So. Um, we need to get clarification on that. There is a cut sheet for that. We don't have cut sheets for the proposed windows. The last thing that I will hit on, I guess, is a question about the removal of the door. Uh, if we could go back to the existing east elevation. Um, this also shows a louvered door which I don't believe it is. Um, we've, so if we could get clarification there. But this door with the adjacent window is pretty standard and typical throughout all of the Eichler models. And it seems that we're doing away with that and just replacing it with a window. And so I guess I would like to have the justification of why that's happening. Um, it is a secondary Facade, I, I, I get that, but we, we generally try to limit the change, you know, the least change being the best. So if we could have justification for that, and then also 
clarification on that rear slider, is it truly being replaced because we have conflicting notes and if so, the justification for that. So um, a lot of things I realize I threw out there, but I wanted to stress the importance of, um, I, I understand entirely what you're saying. If we're not touching that, why do we have to talk about it? But if it's on the drawings and it's what we approve, it's what we're approving. So that's where it, right, that's where it becomes an issue. So that's why I want to discuss some of these things. Also, if we could get clarification from the applicant, I'm not understanding, I brought up the flush condition of the eave, if you will, on the addition, but it appears that it protrudes on the front and the back, but then on the side it's flush. So if we could get clarification on that, that's the way it's drawn. If the applicant could come to the microphone so we can have it on the recording. No, on the eaves, I preferred. I originally drew it with the, the big eaves like the rest of the house has, and I was instructed to make changes and so okay. it didn't look like the existing, so that's what they came up with. But okay. I'd, I'd rather have the full eave um, regarding the bathroom door. Uh, that's my, uh, the boys' bathroom, so it was just kind of like my daughter didn't want the boys having access to go outside, so that's why she didn't want that there, but... Okay. I don't think she's opposed to having a door there if you guys feel like it needs to be there. And yeah, obviously, yeah, I know that those windows are not above those sliders. I right. I see that now, but I'm you know I just wasn't focusing on that. I was focusing on that one corner, right, uh, where we're doing the thing. Yeah. I, I, but I, is it your intention to switch that door out? No, no. Oh, it's staying, not. No, those are existing. Staying. Okay. I'm only doing that one solid pane glass, and then whatever's. Okay. Um, on the, on so, so, just because I think we some of these things we may be able to solve, um, but there's a lot of lot of things. Um, are you, are you building with in the traditional way of the beams with the two by deck? Yeah. The okay. Post and beam. Yeah. For sure. Okay, and then. The protrusion of the slight protrusion on the north and south ends, but none on the uh, east. No. Yeah, the that would be the east. Yeah, side. yeah. No well, back. let's say the front and the back versus the side. Is that intentional, or is that just a draft no, I issue? I don't. I don't want that. Okay. I prefer to have it. I we took that off um, in an attempt to make it look like an obvious addition to the home. Okay, and then. Cutting back the eave, number six on the south elevation. Same thing, just trying to make an undulation in the profile so the person could walk up and obviously see that that little cube was added to the side and it was never part of the original home, was what I was instructed to try and do. Okay. If you don't, I, I didn't want to. Yeah, first yeah, yeah. I didn't have yeah. it like that. Okay. I changed it to, make, okay. to get through staff. Okay. I'd love to put all the eaves back out. And are you, is, is your setback going to allow you to do that? I'm, yeah, I think we got more than 10 feet on that side. I don't think it's okay. And in the cross section up in the left-hand corner, the beams are extending way. Yeah, that's just a over. That's a bad drawing. So you're not intending that that would happen? No. I, okay. I, okay. I'm disappointed that he missed. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. But in typical... Type architectural, it's quite common. It is kind of what, what do we, I don't want to use the yeah. word, but faking the, the elevations you're not working on and just 
we're focusing yeah. on the things we're working. You know? Right, right. And I'll be the first to say that no drawing is without errors. I understand yeah. that. But as we look at each piece and we try to assess its design, and then when it's not shown quite correctly, then it, it gets difficult. So that's yeah, why I'm, I'm asking at that the question. Side door. That's just the that's the water heater door. There's no okay header above. There's no big blank spot above that. Right. It's just right, a door. Right. Right. But okay. I think he got confused because on the other windows that go up higher, you know, the siding goes past. Yes. And sticks out proud yes. of the header. Right. And so then I told him, well, you're not showing the header that's there. He had all siding before above all well, of them. And then he turned around and changed them all like that. Yeah, and the reason I was asking that, too, is with, with the Eichlers, we have where new windows are put in, we have used that as a method of differentiation in the past where that beam was not exposed. Oh. Okay. So that that tells us what's old and what's not old. So we can discuss all that amongst us. And thanks for your answers to the questions. I think it helps us understand a little bit better. But why don't we get yeah, they have, feedback from the they're others? They're absolutely willing to comply in any way. Okay. They, they don't want to uh, we'll use your expertise to, to okay. make it the best okay. project they can. Okay. Okay. Well, well we're, we will talk about some of the other issues that the other committee members have, and then we'll get a response from you before we move on. Um, do you want to continue or do you want to move along? Ooh, why don't we move along? Okay. I'll, I'll I'm follow up later. Do you have any comments you want to make? Absolutely, yeah. Um, actually, I just want to thank Mr. Imboden for his extremely thorough uh, scan of the drawings. Um, he caught most of what um, what I had seen in studying these drawings. And again, I, I think I just want to reiterate how important is these elevations are. I know we're not touching the front facade, but again, this is what gets recorded. So uh, accuracy is, I think, very important. And, and the devil's in the details. Um, so um, whether it be the transom windows or you know the the sliders um it seems like a lot of those details were being replicated in the um uh, additions so um the draftsman just just didn't catch it uh, so i think that's extremely important um what else um, besides that i think one i wanted to note about that convenience store in the restroom or in the bathroom if that can remain i think it's a, a key detail to keep just because it's it's one of those signature things that the Eichler homes do have. Um, adding a window to me just doesn't seem like, uh, I don't know, a good solution. Uh, I see that they're flip-flopping the uh, the uh, sinks and the toilet, but you're not really gaining much there, so why not just keep the door? Yeah. Okay. If you're going to speak, I have to have you on the microphone because it won't get recorded. Um, and and we'll we'll circle back to you, and you can address all all of these as we go. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Sure. Um, but other than that, I think we'll we'll come up with some good um, alternative solutions to how to remedy some of these things, um, such as the uh, the demarcation or delineation between um, new and existing, uh, whether that be a trim piece or we create an offset. But I think we can come up with some good solutions for that. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, talking about this bathroom door, it doesn't have to be operable. You know, you can secure that door as a visual object, and then you can go ahead and move your toilet over there. So, you know, you're going to be a little creative. You can make that door a fixed object for security and maintain the aesthetic, uh, and then you can put your toilet there, and it wouldn't be hit by a door because it would be inoperable. It's just an option that maintains the historical integrity of the building, but kind of gets you the functional need that maybe the interior needs. Um, yeah. 
Bowden's responses to the plans is um, insightful. Um, just from architectural standpoint, uh, accuracy is important. It's been said, so I won't say any more of what existing conditions are because it does govern um, observations about what the changes mean and how wisely to uh, apply counsel to you on those things. Um, and then lastly, if there are things that are rendered incorrectly on the facades, I would concern that you know, by approvals, there's some kind of observation that something's been approved that is being slipped into plans, and that does happen, and I'm not saying that's the case, but uh, that's what we're wary of as well. Okay, Mr. Farkin. I appreciate all the insight. I have nothing to add. I think everything that needed to be said has been said, and I uh, support the committee members. Thank you. Okay. Um, well, I have I, one of my main concerns on this is is differentiation because I in the Eichlers that we've seen previously, which have been very few, we haven't really been um, we haven't come to a consensus of what a good way is to to show differentiation, and I feel that um, applying a batten board, which is basically just you know kind of a trim board. I don't, it doesn't seem uh, built in enough. Like it just seems uh, that it is uh, an applied thing that could, that could be removed in the future or, I don't, I, I would rather see some sort of an offset where the, um, the closet is just a little bit smaller um, and to show differentiation. And, and honestly, I do not fully understand how all of the, um, the beams are, are are working on that corner. A perspective view of that corner would help me to understand that a little bit better. Um, and uh, I also question, oh, I agree with uh, something that Mr. Bone brought up about the east elevation. I'm not understanding why all the windows are at a different head height. Um, if that's, I prefer that it not be that way. Um, if that's if that's possible, perhaps um, perhaps there's some good reason for that. And the new window, which is you know floor to ceiling on the south elevation that is in the closet, seems quite large for a closet window on the south of the house. Like I'm just thinking from a practical point of view, you're going to see all your laundry and and you're going to fade your clothes <laughs> because um, of the the exposure perhaps it should be a diffused glass or uh, slightly smaller that's just my my observation it's not a I mean if there's good reason for it I'd like to hear what what other people um, what other people think of those items but my main concern is the differentiation I don't I don't think we've quite got it yeah right as, as I said when I started, I have some concerns about accuracy, but I also have some Secretary of Interior issues. And so I'm right there on the same place with you. When it comes to um, exterior additions to historic buildings within the Secretary of Interior standards, uh, you know, these went through an overhaul a number of years ago, and they've greatly reduced a lot of the language that they used to have. But one piece that still exists is distinguishing the addition from the original building by setting it back from the wall plane of the historic building. 
And um, I would think that just pulling this closet in one foot from the rear facade would be enough to preserve that original rear facade, and this would then read as an addition. The differentiation, I agree, the vertical board, we, we have had that proposed with Eichlers in the past, and we did not accept it, and they came back with a, a different solution. So I would be concerned about setting the precedent here. Um, I don't think it's part of the architectural language to use a trim board on an Eichler. Um, one of the things about Eichlers is there is almost nothing you can remove from this house. Every piece of lumber in it is serving an architectural function. Um, and so the use of a trim board seems very um, kind of out of the, the realm of what Eichler's, uh, the Eichler homes were trying to do. I think there should be a little more consideration. It doesn't sound like the design is exactly what the applicant is hoping for. Um, in this issue with the roof, there's a couple other things here too. And you know, if you want to, I completely agree with you that if this is a closet window and it's that large, it probably wants to be obscure glazing, and so that should be part of this conversation. Um, but that's that's your call. But with the Eichler homes, particularly this model, there's a lot like this where we have a very low-pitched roof over part of it, and then part of it are simple cubic volumes. But even on the cubic volume, just like this house originally had, where there are doors, where there are doors and windows, there are overhangs to protect them particularly with the full height glazing because that's going to be held in with wood stops exposed right to the rain and I think within a year or two it's gone. I could see where this just a few years from now the homeowner says this was a mistake to do this let's just close it in. The beams protruding out um, in that cubic volume on the Eichler homes there are no exposed beams usually at the exterior like that. They don't protrude beyond. So again, I think you're creating water intrusion issues here that are not really consistent for some reason, but it isn't really consistent with the Eichler language. I cannot condone cutting off part of the original building to create a line of demarcation. That line of demarcation has to happen with your addition, not removing part of the historic building to do that. Um, The applicant has said they would prefer to have eaves on this addition, which sort of works and sort of doesn't, because usually this, you know, you'll, it's not drawn correctly here, but where you do have the eave on the flat part of the roof of this house, it covers the window, but it doesn't go all the way to the front facade. So from the front, it still appears as a cube without that eyebrow on it, right? And it's not drawn that way here, but that's the way it exists. So then wrapping this eyebrow around this addition gets a little bit complicated too. But I think there's still some design that has to be worked out there that is both practical and works with the Eichler language. And then again, this offset, I agree 100%. Um, but I think that I, I hear you and understand entirely what you're saying, that, well, if we're not working on that side of the building, what do errors matter? But 
it, it leads to how the design happens, right? The, the following of what's there. And in this case, it seems to be following the errors rather than following um, the way that it logically would. So I don't know that I'm ready to move forward with this tonight. We'll see how the others feel about it. But with the number of errors, and it sounds like that this isn't ultimately the design that the applicant wanted, and I'd like to give him the opportunity to to work on that a little bit if that's the case. And maybe we need to discuss that a little bit further so that he's not taking a guess and then coming back to us. You know, I don't want that to happen either. Yes, and I, I still have a few, a few questions about, um, for example, the discussion of the window trim. So it's my understanding that there's incorrect window trim that exists. What is the new window trim going to be? Is it going to match the original existing is there still existing original trim? The, the photos show, Ani, if we could pull up the photos to the west elevation, I believe that slider still shows its original. Well, hold right there for a second, Ani. The trim that you see on the garage door as well as the carport, as well as the corner of the buildings, that is the same trim, it's an L shape and that's what's used as the trim on the windows as well so now if you could go to the right there again you see that trim used on the corner and then also the slider over to the left you'll see that it's the same material curves into the window opening and then the flat piece extends upward and then there's the garage door that I was mentioning the original um, door to the uh, utility closet. Um, that window that you see there between the slider and the utility door would not be original trim. There was a very small wood sill and an apron and then this L piece formed the edge. So um, if you keep going on the pictures you'll see that the replacement windows here have been trimmed out with a much heavier trim. Um, and I don't, I'm certainly not implying that those things have to be restored. They're already there. Um, but at the same time, we shouldn't let those necessarily drive the design decisions going forward. And again, on this corner, you can see the very thin trim on the door and the trim on the corner of the house. So this is what is typical with Eichler, this very, very thin dimensional trim. Okay, so I want to make sure that we that we give um, direction about you know ma matching original, not matching existing. It, you know, if if something's been if something's been changed, uh, just so we we make sure, <laughs> as we said with the last project, no surprises when it gets built. <laughs> um, okay, and then if the, if we can. Um, get the, the head heights of the new windows to, to be aligned? Is that something that is possible? Is there a reason why they're at different, at different heights? I know there's a beam uh, on, on one of these. Please. Uh, I believe that's a drafting error. Oh, okay. So you, and you look down the east elevation, all the headers are the same height. I don't know. Yeah. You can see in the picture, so that's probably an error. 
but the new windows, the proposed windows. I don't even think we got, well, first of all, let's go to the, the, the closet window. I don't even think they even want it, necessarily want a window in that closet. So okay. we're oh. just trying to uh, emulate the same style with the fixed um, glass and try to replicate that down that line. But um, I'll just take it out if nobody cares. Well, you might want a window, you know, I can see uh, I wanting it, something in the, but I don't sure. think she wants a window in her closet necessarily. Okay. And then what's that leave me? Like, I don't even remember if there's another window on the, I'm not even putting another on the, on the new window. There's marked as new, there's two transom type windows that are marked on the east elevation. One is in the, Bathroom. One is in the bathroom. The bathroom. That if we eliminate that, if we go back to staying with the original bathroom configuration, then that that would go away. But but the other the new bathroom has a window in it, which they probably want. Yes. So right. we can we can yeah. talk about that yeah. a little bit. But that it looks like that one can be, that one can align with the existing. They, they should all be able to align. Yeah. And it sounds they like should. that's what they're going like. to Just a drafting sure. error. Okay. It's a drafting. Situation. I think he did. He, okay. Um, the architect just did like a track home where the bathroom headers are higher in today's oh, okay. building industry, yeah. and he just threw it wrong. Okay. Okay. Definitely, you can see okay. the pictures are level. Okay. This I, is I mean, my goal it would be to get some clear direction so that this process can be streamlined. It's already been quite a long time that I've been trying to work through this for the kids. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't, like I said, they're, we're not... It's trying to save money or cut corners. Yep. If we want to use the panel cap, we'll use the panel okay. cap. I mean, that's not, okay. you know, it, it, part of it's too, you know, you, obviously they didn't build the house, they probably 10 owners before them. So some of the stuff that got changed, some of the one by uh, window oh, yeah. trims and stuff, mm -hmm. they inherited it, you know, quite frankly. So, but yeah. uh, they're, that not, happens they're a lot. not in bed with it. They don't. Really, okay. it's nothing they really want to have. Um, I'd like, uh, I'd love the idea of just um, setting the addition back uh, on the on the line. You know, maybe not a foot because they need space. That's the problem with the Eichlers, obviously, is the bathrooms and the closet spacers. Maybe if I can do a little six-inch jog on that back wall um, where the old house goes like that, and then put the eaves back. Uh, I'd love to do that. I think that'd look better. And could, okay. Were you showing eaves on all three sides of the addition? Was that your uh, initial approach? Yeah, I had eaves all, I mean, just all the way around. On, on the east okay. side, whatever they come out, the same on the, on the okay. other side, the south side, they would come out exactly the same originally. So then on the south side, I just pushed them back a little bit because I wanted some kind of coverage. And then on the east, I just, we just lopped them off completely. Okay. But okay. um, I'd like to match those exactly like the rest of the house. Okay. And, and I got no problem going back and cleaning up these drawings. I mean, let's, let's get them right. I mean, okay. I mean I'm mean, i gonna manage the project and I won't build anything goofy, but it's um, not how I do it. But eh, it doesn't take much with a computer these days to fix them and make them right, you know? Yeah. Okay. I, I got no problem with that. Just, I just want some clear direction. I feel like it was a little bit skewed throughout up to this point now just make me list and i'll make it happen okay that's okay that's that sounds very good well Thanks. we will uh circle back and see if there's any any else anything else anybody wants to to make sure that we uh have clear any 
Any further comments? My, my main concern is the differentiation, I would say, and if and with how do you feel about a six inch well, jog to preserve that original, uh, the historic corner is something that I would like to see. I, I think 12 is better than six, but we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I would lean more towards 12 um, because it looks more intentional. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a cleaner corner, you know? And also with the siding and the patterning, you're going to have, I mean, the, the grooves themselves are, you know, only a few inches. So I just, to me, a foot just looks more intentional. Mm -hmm. There's also the issue so, of how the roof is resolved and how that steps back as well. And maintaining the existing um, and intercepting that and having that step back as well. So at least it, so the roof has its own type of language that addresses it as an addition and then the, the, the object itself yeah. below. Yeah. And yeah. I think if, if you look at this as two different things, then it, it makes it easier to rationalize this and to try to provide solution. And then maybe the third would be window. The window elevation points and how that line works with the structure of the house that looks more natural to the framing that was intentional with Eichler with the, yeah. the framing that you're so familiar with yourself. Um, I think if we talk about the roof, we talk about the framing of the unit and the finishes and trim, and then the window heights. I'd like to see probably those three areas defined mm -hmm. for the applicant. Do you, do you think that a, a three-dimensional drawing is in order of that um, corner of how that's coming together is just... I mean, I, I mean, Eichler's to me are kind of graphic in their in their nature and in their concept. You know, the post-war simplification of, of framing. Uh, so I don't think it's necessary to do three D, okay. but but I can certainly see how that roof works and how that object below works, especially how the existing framing of the roof, the overhang, as it comes back and it comes into this addition, uh, that would help on a three D. Yeah, I think. Do you think that just having having that. Um, a perspective of that corner and how things are going around, or is it not? I don't want to I put too much. Yeah, um, I don't know on if it's my... really necessary on my end, and if, if it if it helps the the applicant just from a spatial perspective. I know you'd be losing a foot to compromise that jog. If you eliminate that that window, which isn't crucial, you're going to gain more wall space for into your closet, so for storage. So that's that's a gain there. Um, if it helps make that decision a little easier to lose a you know an extra six inches. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it sounds, um, sounds like we want a, a 12-inch 12, 12 offset. Right now it's sounding like it's preferred. Let me, let me try to share a few things here. And, it, and of course, it's not our position to design it for you, so I don't, I don't really want to do that. But, um, but you're also accommodating to, to what's being asked of you, and I appreciate that. So... I'll just share my position on this, is that as I mentioned before, this side of the house um, generally does not have a fascia. It's viewed as a cubic volume where the siding runs all the way up. I think it would be fine for you to continue that language sort of like you've done. Um, where that happens, there's a little eye, the, the decking extends out and creates a little eyebrow, but it's not carried all the way to the end so that then it be, doesn't become an eave that you have to wrap, right? If you're getting rid of that big window, the overhang problem there kind of goes away because I, I think you'd really be challenged to do that without an overhang over it. Um, but if you want an overhang, what I was going to say was... Um, Something else we've never talked about with differentiation 
is that within the Eichler homes, sometimes the decking was two by eight and sometimes it was two by six. There seems to be no rationale behind it whatsoever. It's not consistent per model, per track. I have tried to find a rhyme or reason and I can't find one. But we haven't talked about before where we have exposed decking on the outside, that where it's eight inch on this part of the house, it could be six inch on this part of the house. Now it's very subtle. I don't know that anyone would notice it, but it is a potential for differentiation. Hmm. So whether you come back with an eave or not, you might want to think about that. Because I, I don't know that we're going to be able to make this happen tonight. That sounds like there's a lot of design changes. Um, I would not feel obligated to have exposed beams over there. I think if you want to finish this in this cubic form like the rest of the house, that's fine. The differentiation can be done with the windows, as we talked about. Maybe a new window doesn't get the exposed header. It just gets siding around it in a more traditional way. Um, we have approved that a number of times in the past. Um, I would not be supportive of removing part of the historic building to create differentiation. Uh, right now, that extends out into your addition, but it can just return to the face of it. Right, and obviously you have to remove it where you're doing the actual addition. We understand that, but I think it should just return back to the addition. Th that way, we're not removing historic fabric. I agree with the door can just be fixed, and then it isn't lost. Um, And then a little more detailing information on doors, windows, trims, how they get set in and how that works, um, just so we have an understanding. I was glad to see the siding sample that you provided because your drawings call it out as a two-inch groove. It's a one-and-a-half-inch groove. And see, again, we don't know, is that intentional or is that an error? And so do we call it out? Do we not call it out? That's the dilemma that we're in. Um, so I, my personal feeling, I don't know how everyone else feels, is that the drawings do need to be cleaned up. They do need to accurately depict what's there and accurately depict what the applicant is intending to do. Sounds like the applicant is more than amenable to the suggestions that we're giving him. I think it should be left up to you how you want to design this thing, but I think you've heard from us there's some options. Here's things to think about, different directions. That's my opinion. I don't know if the others agree. Absolutely. Okay, so it, that sounds like we would uh, like to continue the project and give the applicant an opportunity to make these changes um, and bring it back for a final, for a final uh, review and approval. Is does that seem reasonable? To you, would you be? We would have to set a date for when you could come back with. Um, yeah, with absolutely. I'd like to do that. I have one question. I'm totally. I get your point on the 12 inches. I think it's probably true with the vertical siding and the grooves. It looked kind of cheesy. If then I could put the the original uh, mm -hmm. panel cam right on that corner. Yeah, and then finish that turn corner the, maybe If I turn the 12 inch, I could put a flat bat there or something. Well, actually, I I meant to mention that earlier. Where you have that shown in the inside corner, you don't need it there because you already have a line of demarcation of so the two I, yeah, coming I together. I'll take that yeah. out. But yeah. Then, um, so yeah, so that, but then my other question is the window because what if she decides she wants a window, are we opposed to 
something short, you know, like, uh, you know, if you look at that elevation, everything's full height. Soldiers, you know, the, mm -hmm. how do I get, what kind of window would be agreeable so I don't spin my wheels on that? Like, if you wanted a higher window, mm -hmm. and maybe it's only three foot tall, you know, hmm. it might not look that good on that elevation or no window. Are we talking about the closet? Or? He's talking about the, the closet, closet window. I'm, I'm just kind of trying to think this through before I give you an answer. I mean, I think within the, the Eichler language, it could be a horizontal window. And keep in mind, it's pushed back from the facade a tiny bit. It could be a full height, but um, I, I think you've got some challenges. You can have challenges if yeah. you try to do that. Um, uh, but I, I, I mean, I. I think that's within the language. We could yeah. accept that if that's what you want to do. But I would probably move more toward something similar with what you're using in the bathroom window. Mm -hmm. like I, I mean, you have good familiarity too. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, I would probably try to move with something that's a clear differentiation. So maybe it is more of a smaller transom window. And that okay. still gives you that nice wall space to use from an interior perspective for that closet. Right. And that way it's, it's clear that this is part of the addition. It's like a and, clear story type yeah, of thing. And if it's not operable, it could be the fixed pane to the deck. Yeah. You yeah. know, it doesn't have to be a, a framed window. Um, but I don't think you should feel obligated to go full height. Full height. Again, it's the addition, put a, right? It's, put a, put a, and, and if you want uh, an eave... On a that shaped, a shaped window, like what's on the other side that goes right up to the two by six. Yes, it's just follows the shape of the just to get some natural light in there. Right. Um, the other thing I was going to mention is if you do want to eat, have Eve on that building, cut that back rather than matching the depth of the Eve that's there. Have yours shallower, so where they come together, then you can tell that okay, this is. Slightly different. That was yeah. my point yeah. too on the roof. The roof needs to differentiate the addition as well. You have to see the roof as a language differentiating, and then the, yeah. the setback itself. But yeah, the roof so, needs to differentiate. But that's where it gets confusing because if I want to leave the existing overhang and then just return it into the addition, it's not going to line up with the corner of the addition, which would be back here. Right. Right. Um, so you have to. You have to. You have to. So your point of connection has to be at the, at the end of the eve. But that's going to, then you're going to be asking me to cut off part of the historical house eve. You're going to have to cut the eve where the addition occurs yeah, because addition that occurs. two buys are going to have to span back to that beam. So then I'll just bring it back. Yeah. But uh, um, the part that exists outside of your addition, that should all stay. That yeah, should all stay. I'm, yeah. I'm cutting it like that. And it can and just die into your addition. Yeah. All right. Okay, before we... You could write me a list if you want, but I think I probably got it. You, I'm sure staff will assist you with a list. Um, but before we, before we make the motion, I think we need to check the calendar. Is that right? Yeah. Thank you, Chair. Um, staff is requesting uh, the continuance be to March 20th. Um, Mar March 20th, okay. Is, is that acceptable to the applicant, March 20th? Well, let's... Tell him first when he needs to submit by yeah. to make that meeting. Thank you for that clarification. <laughs> yeah, because um, it won't be March 20 for him, right? Um, we are going to need revised plans uh, given the let's see, we have a holiday in here. 
Uh, I would say by the uh, 23rd of February. So that's approximately two and a half weeks. Is that doable for you? Okay. He's, I see him nodding his head. Yes. And um, I, I did create a list of the observations I made, and I'll be happy to give those to staff. But I don't want that to be your go-by, right? That um, my direction would be just look at everything, and if it's not drawn correctly, get it drawn correctly. Um, I, I don't want to take responsibility for the drawings by... I'm just giving that as a courtesy. Yeah. Okay. So, do we have uh, anybody willing to make a motion? Oh. Um, do I? Yeah, here. I can. Um, Chair, I will move to continue this item. Um, I'm trying to find the item. It's three point. Here, three point three. Uh, uh, DRC item 511-23814 East Ferndale Avenue um, to allow the applicant to go back and um, improve the accuracy of the drawings but also reconsider um, some of its design elements based on the conversation from this meeting. And I'm getting a nod from the applicant. Okay, great. Uh, we have a, a motion to continue the project. Uh, I will second the motion. Uh, and the, uh, the, we stated the date for March, March 20th, is that correct? Oh, yeah, continued to our March 20th to the meeting. March 20th meeting. <laughs> He's okay. looking. He's looking. Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, so when ready, uh, please vote. Okay, so the motion passes and uh, the applicant will come back with revised drawings for us at the March 20th meeting. Okay, now we can move on to uh, old business. Item 4.1 is a proposal to construct 49 small lot homes located at 901 East Catella Avenue. It's design review number 5092-22 and this item is continued from December 6th, 2023, and the recommended action is to continue the February, continue this item to the February 21st, 2024 Design Review Committee regular meeting, which is our next meeting. So is there, yes, staff? Oh, through the chair, uh, would you like us to bring uh, uh, committee member Fox back in? I th <laughs> think her. that she's long gone. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, is staff, she... staff is checking right now. Just oh, okay. I think I think that she left. Okay. But, um, and I think we do have a quorum to vote on this without her. Is that correct? So I, I'm I'm counting the quorum. Yes. So I, that's what I had. Um, that's what I had assumed. She's not here, is she? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we'll we'll go ahead and uh, just proceed with. Um, we don't need any anything other than what has already been said for it to make this um, motion. So I will move to uh, continue this item to uh, February 21st. Second. And Mr. Ledesma has seconded the continuance. Please vote. Okay, that passes. We did hear public comment. Uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll hear more at the next meeting. 
Thank you very much for your patience on that. And uh, is, if there is nothing else, there's nothing left on our agenda, uh, I, will, uh, I will adjourn the meeting. We already heard from him. Um, the next meeting, as I mentioned, is February 21st. Thank you. See you at the next month.